Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Fridays the 13th. Oh, you betcha. Pineapple's gonna hit the fan as Michael's son Juicy, or in this episode, Juice Son Voorhees, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage and no one is safe. It gets real spooky, it gets real bloody, and not everyone's gonna make it to the end of the episode. Who will live, who will die? Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food, and try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts. Taking away Boris's parliamentary pass is an indignity too far. He was going to spend loads of time there now he's quit, I expect. I'm Harry Langley Swindon, and this is Nonsensored. Hello, and welcome to Nonsensored, the podcast that wraps up all the best bits from my very real daily radio show into one easy to digest highlights package. I'm joined as ever by my producer, Martin. And what a show we have for you this week, eh, Martin? Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, Well, we talked to Ishan Akbar about Beyonce, but we couldn't ignore the big news this week, which was the Privileges Committee report into Boris Johnson. And we were joined by two people he put on his resignation honours list, Nadine Dorries and Ben Hooshan, to talk about it. But we couldn't talk about this without talking to the man himself. And we are joined live right now, by Prime Minister of Hearts, Boris Johnson. Prime Minister, thank you for joining us. Yes, I, you know, I, hello, Harry and I, thank you, thank you for having me, uh, you know, uh, nice to speak to you, I, 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 I did WhatsApp you, uh, but I deleted the, the, the message because I, I accidentally sent you a picture of my, uh, our t- uh, no, no, I, I, I'm joking, of course, uh, it, it wasn't an accident. Uh, no, I, I can't believe all, all this nonsense, eh? you know, all the, 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 this, this court, you, know, you can't trust it. You can't, it is a kangaroo court. You, you know, I, I'm saying, I, you know, you can't, you're leaping around, you know, you know, you know sort of tying me kangaroo down. You know, I, well, you can't, can't sing that uh, anymore, can you? Uh, maybe, maybe you can. No, he's, he's gone. Uh, you know, you've got to go rest his story. I, I don't know. But anyway, look, I, I'm here to talk about all uh, 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 the, 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 the stuff, anything you want me to talk about, for as long as you want me to, uh, so I can simply uh, explain everything. That's very good of you. Uh, now, the select committee found that you misled the House and recommended a 90-day suspension. Uh, how does it feel to have your own version of events so comprehensively refuted? No, I'm sorry. If you're going to keep persecuting me like this. I am going to end this interview uh, right now. Are you... Well, I think that answers all the allegations quite comprehensively. Now, let's move on to the reaction we got yesterday from Nadine Doris and Ben Hooshan. Now, we are dealing with some breaking news here because Partygate Report is out. And I would love to hear what what you all think about it. Let's start with you, Ben. How do you feel about it? Right, well, uh, thank you. Lovely to be on the show. Um, 
so I've been looking at the report, and when mm-hmm. I look at the report, I mean, I've kind of skimmed the bits that are on Twitter because um, it's long. It's really long, and it I'm is sorry. It's very long. No, it's okay, and we no one reads long things anymore. Not, not anymore. It's because of TikTok. Do you have a copy of the report there, Ben? I do. I. Um, it's it's yours for fifty quid if you want it. I mean, I, I see it's my. It was just lying around, so I'm assuming it's okay. If I can just, if if you want it, you can have it. I'll get it bound for you if you like. Oh, bound is tempting. It's tempting. Nice historical document, isn't it? Like the BL tapestry or something. But you know, worse. Mm. But um, I basically, I think, yeah, sure. But ultimately, when you look at him, he got he got the big calls right. Yes. Think just move on. Some of the medium calls not so right. Smaller calls bad. But if you if there's a graph and it's and it's the size of the call. Yes. And if he got it right or wrong, the bigger the call, the more right it was. Right. And I think if you take anything away from the pandemic, um, it should be that if the call was big, then it was very right, I guess. But we right. should right. move on. It's over. We've got a future now, thanks to Rishi, and we should just it just it's it's all it's all water under the bridge. Brilliant. Does Brilliant. That, have I, mixed, I think I've mixed my metaphors. No, but... I thought it made perfect sense. Well, um, I, I liked the description of the graph in particular. Thank you. Uh, I might see if I can mock that up for our listeners. Um, that so would be... That they can... I feel like I didn't yeah. describe it well enough, but just imagine... No, it was it was good. It was evocative. And uh, if good, there's one good. thing we like on Non-Censored, it's, uh, it's graph chat. Mm, we do, yes. And Nadine, do you think it's time to just move on? Back in the 1950s... There was a little something called the MacArthur Park Witch Hunts, where they burned Hollywood movie stars at the stake just for having an opinion. What have we learned from that nearly 40 years on? Absolutely nothing. It's happening again to a self-made man who came from nothing, who's chimney sweep for all I know. And now look, look, look where we are. Wait, but Boris Johnson—he wasn't a chim- he wasn't a chimney. He didn't come Madeline, from nothing. How do you know? He? How were you there? No, no, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. So Nadine, you're friendly with Boris Johnson. I think it's fair to say. Um, Why are you asking me that? Have you Why spoken you to him? We've communicated. Do you think he's been unfairly treated? Yes. Well, I mean that's one opinion, but I think it's your opinion. And as a, a sort of amateur broadcaster, you are entitled. To your opinion. Excuse me, Um, sorry. I'm getting paid an awful lot of money from um, sources that I am not allowed to divulge at this point. So actually I'm earning an awful lot of money. There's a lot of money in TV. That, right. I'm not sure how this actually impacts our um, line of questioning, Nadine. Um, Also, is that... uh, Are you you drinking a small bottle of... um, Cognac there, is that what's Producer Martin, what's going on? What you might do in your life is your business, but some of us like to have breakfast. Right. That's sorry, I I didn't didn't realise what was what was going on. That's uh Always got something to say. No change there then. <laughs> uh, it's been a difficult morning, I think, for most people. You know, we've done a lot of reading and it's been it's obviously it's it's emotive. It's emotive reading that because there's there's a lot of words in it that mean a lot of Big things. Oh, Disdain come on. is one of them. 30,000 words. No one could read all that and no one could even write all that. Checkmate. Well, Nadine, like, you, you're, you're a, a wordsmith, aren't you? Like, 
what would that? How long would that take you? Thirty thousand words, you reckon, to bash that out in money books? It's an impossible number. It doesn't even exist. I don't know. It's probably that's probably eighteen books, and I've written forty-six. Quite slim tomes, then you're, you're dealing with. Thank you. So, Ben, I mean, you're someone who really is in the cut and thrust of politics in a way Nadine no longer is. I am. Well, Nadine, no, you've kind of stepped away from all that, haven't you? You've pursued your own little hobbies. Yes, so, again. Ben, ben, I'm a mayor. You're a mayor, exactly. So no. you're really in the cut and thrust of it all. Do you want a key to the city? Oh, I'll give you And give you, Ooh. say, like, 100 quid for a key to the city. I mean, it's not really, it's just a big key. It's not like a big door in front of the city. But if you want it, then then let me know. I can sort that out for you. Right. Well, um, I maybe Martin <coughs> does, or, or maybe the show can deal with one, but I don't really look, deal with that. I I do like keys and um i mean if just to go quickly back to the graph you described earlier the bigger the key right. the happier i am um so i would be very interested although it does lead to a, a slightly larger question which is are you allowed to sell these things is that one of the roles of mayor i'm just like i see myself mainly as a mayor you're basically a giant timpsons and so if oh. you can't get some money for some big keys what is the point? Yeah. So, like, if you want it, they're there. Otherwise, don't bother me. That's all I'm saying. That's no, that's fair enough. Um, fair because enough. Ben, we should address to to our listeners who aren't right. as sort of savvy with what's going on that you did recently have a, a Labour MP basically imply that you were corrupt, um, and you had some strong words for him. I well, like I saying, it's about moving on. It's mm. about moving on. I think I made the big cause right. I think I have the big keys right. Yes. And that's what I want to focus on right now. We can, it's like this, Rick, we can dredge in the dirt over who sold what to who, who technically owned the thing that was being sold and who didn't. But I think I can stand by my own record. And my own record is one that I keep, which ignores a lot of the stuff that I've done. So I stand by that record and that's the one that I'm proud of. I think that's the thing, isn't it? And I mean, talking about this Partygate report, it may be, we should do be the bigger people and just ignore some of the things Boris has done and move on. I think that's the only, the, that's a great thing because remember, it's how, mm. this is how it works. At the time it's happening, yes. you don't want to get into it. You don't want to politicise a tragedy or something. So you don't do it at the time that it happens. And then immediately after it happens, it's too soon. It's too soon. The dust mm. hasn't settled. That's what you yeah. got to see. The dust hasn't settled. Then... A long time after it's happened, then you do the report, and by then it's time to move on. Yeah. So, so that's the ideally, the report would come out before the thing has happened, because that's the perfect time yes. for the report to come out. Because it's not yeah, too they, soon. Yeah, they should do that, shouldn't they? Why don't they? That's the thing with all these report makers is no. their timing is completely off. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they're doing, and it does um, make you wonder, really, doesn't it, whether you can trust them? Right. Well, I, I, I think we do have to trust the reports. I mean, just, you know, call me a uh, bit of a stick in the mud, but I think we do have to trust the independent inquiries that are looking into these kinds well, of things. Well, you're right, Martin, because if we don't trust the report, we might. Well, what happens, we might get sort of suspended from our programme for 90 days because that's what happens. I like what, it. Mm. But, I mean, yes, yes, if you're the Prime Minister and you're lying to... Um, well, Parliament, then yes. It, it breaks my heart because if there's one thing that Boris Johnson, the People's Prime Minister, hates the most, it's being away from Parliament. So we've just got Boris 
Johnson's statement through and uh, he is not happy. He is not happy at all. He has some strong words for Harriet Harman. Uh, Nadine, do you know Harriet? Oh, yes, I know her. Yeah, the, the red menace that is Harriet Harman. You won't find anyone more left-wing than her. I mean, it wasn't just her on the committee, though, Nadine. It wasn't just her. No, but she's the main one. Everyone knows that. Just ask anyone. I've just told you, and you didn't ask me, and you did, and that now I've told you. So it's true. I I, I think, Nadine, it was actually a, a, a Tory majority on the... Um, oh, they say on, on that. The, the group that was making the... They can say whatever they like. Trust um, me, she's the main one. She leads it, and it's called right. the Privileges Committee. And what does that tell you? That there's an awful okay. lot of privilege there. Sometimes there can be, like, one main one. Like, if you look at, like, the chipmunks, Alvin's, like, he's not officially the leader, but he's just sort of de facto the one that, that sort of yes. makes them do things. So, well, in, in many ways, she's sort of like that, I guess. Like, uh, And he dressed in red as well, so it all, it all comes together in the Bill end. Bill says Alvin was extremely That's left-wing. That's true. And do you know what? They, they treated Dave like, and I don't say this lightly, they treated him like the thumb of the earth. It's not right... Well, I, I mean, lived in his house, just, didn't pay any rent. Yeah, sang in those annoying voices. I mean, I, I think yeah. they were. Nadine, I, I'll have to ask you not to swear at small adolescent animals you on can this ask, program. You can ask it's, me anything, and I'll it's not it. on children. What about Rainbow? Were they his pets in Rainbow, or was that were they housemates? Think... No, they were housemates. They okay, were housemates. Group, but I think Bumble was Bumble was a bit older, wasn't Bungle? he? Bear. Yes, I. He was. So he was like the, he was sort of the older brother who, mm. okay, that, that makes sense. You could say he was the sort of Harriet Harman of the house. Yes, he was, because he was always gesticulating and, right. and, and, and pointificating at people and telling them what to do. Do you know who the true hero was? It was Zippy, because he always apologised, and then next week he had not learned a thing. And that's the true meaning of apologies. Get out of it one week, then next week carry on as normal. What a lesson to us all. Now, Nadine, what a great way to move on to the fact that you are not leaving Parliament. Mm -hmm. um, you said you were resigning, and now you seem to be clinging on in there. So can you shed some light on this? What's going on? Just call me Detective Nadine, because I am going to be looking into this. You see, I am demanding every last document that has my name on this, every WhatsApp, every text, which is like a WhatsApp, Every email, which is like a WhatsApp and a text, but it's just on a computer, you can't get them on your phone. Every single one, I've asked for all of them. In fact, I've gone really deep. I've gone right to the Freedom of Implications Act and said that you have to give me everything that's got ND in it. And it's actually really annoying because I've just received... A, well, I've received a lot of emails and texts and WhatsApps uh, in one big file. It's still downloading. And um, they. I have realised that they've sent me everything in Parliament that's ever had the word and in it, and which is a pain, but I will sift through it with right. my magnifying glass because I will get to the bottom of why I am being prevented from being a lord. Do you know, they're letting Charlotte Owens be a lord just because she can photocopy and I don't know how to do that. Right. Um, Nadine, I, I should point out that um, the Freedom of Information expert, of Martin Rosenbaum, uh, well, yeah, he has pointed out that the uh, the Data Protection Act uh, does not apply to the honours system. So um, that's 
that's one issue you might run into well, If I there. wanted advice from Michael Rosen, it would be on writing books. And I don't it's, want any advice right, on that. Thank not. you. Well, I do want to talk about the fact also... Now, firstly, can we all put our hands together and give a round of applause to Ben uh, for oh, his no, wonderful... I mean, absolutely wonderful... We are looking at someone who is is going was was on Boris Johnson's list. It's going to be a list, lord. The resignation honours, and what says honour honourable like a resignation? That's what I'm saying. So I'm I'm proud. I'm mm. honoured. I got a peerage. Just a humble boy, from a humble place, and now I'm going to be in the Lords, and I'm going to be deciding things next to some some people who've been in number ten for nearly twelve months. Yes, and we're all going in there together. And we're gonna make, we're gonna shake the place up. We're gonna give it some youthful energy, and I, I'm excited about it. There's not just gonna be old, uh, old who's the bloke with his cats and his West End musicals. Not him anymore. It's gonna be the oh. young people making things exciting again. And and do you think that might have a little party? Do you think you might have a, a you know a little lords lords party? Is there something fun up your sleeve there? <laughs> well, get your wool sack out if they have that in the in the lords. And we're going to have a party. Obviously, Nadine, you are invited, but you have spurned invitations in the past. And I think mm-hmm. this might be similar. Do you want to come, Nadine? Oh, you're loving this. Can it, I can see the... You're loving this. You're loving the fact that just because I am the only working class woman who has ever, ever been allowed into the House of Lords and they're not allowed in, you're loving I am here and you can lord it over me. And... Guess what? You can just buy a cloak with, and I will. And then who'll be the true lord? Hmm? It's terribly sad because Ben, you have to understand that the last few times Nadine's been on this program, she's insisted that we call her Lord Nadine, and now that's never going to happen. I can still insist it. I can do whatever I like. No, you can't. No, I will. I will. Nadine, I will you work kind like of. Lord. You've got to. You've got to see it from other people's point of view, like. Giving people something, then taking it away, is sort of what you're doing every time that you say you're going to resign, and then you don't. And yet, yet people think they're going to get an opportunity to to sit, you know, to, to to be elected into your seat, and then you take it away again. So I think you've just got to commit to maybe like going. Maybe that might help. Oh, Ben, we'll see who gets committed. Uh, ben, I do have a question about your um, shoot your shoot peerage. Um, no. Am I right in thinking uh, you'll be continuing as mayor at the same time as being in the House of, of Lords? Nothing stops you from being a mayor and being a lord, mm. a lord mayor. That's what that is. Um, oh, also, I can be um, a councillor as well. And that's like a local councillor. And also, I'm a councillor for couples as well. So I, I sit down with people and I'm like, what you know is it mainly that he forgot your anniversary yeah. that kind of thing so i do i do that as well i'll also be doing that um lots of other jobs that i'm going to keep as well as being uh, a lord i'm a dog groomer i'm going to do that and also Ooh. i'm going to be a lord mm. um i'm a portrait painter a baby photographer i'm going to be doing all of this and still be this a lord is... the only job amazingly that you can't, you can't be a sitting member of the House of Commons and be a lord. Nadine, you know this. So, so basically, I'll do as many jobs as I can and still be a lord. It's amazing. Um, on that subject, Nadine, what? if you do want that cloak, I can, I can sort you one out for you. You know, sort of two hundred quid or something. Just like no questions, 
The jokes on you, I found one on Etsy for 175 and the lady who made it said she'd even stitch my name into it, which is Nadine Dorries Lord. You've gone for the Lord at the end. Yes, with a comma after Dorries. I know this is a bit about writing, it, yeah. actually. Big right, enough, sorry, didn't mean to doubt you there. But Nadine, they won't let you in. You can wear that cloak, but they're not going to let you in, are oh, they? No, probably not, actually, Harriet, but maybe I'll just stand outside in my cloak and post pictures with people like Steve Bray. Right, okay. okay. Um, I'm going to have to ask that you do refrain from, from swearing, if that's okay. I'm going to ask I know you, you, you don't have to think about swearing. You need to think well, about I the children, Nadine. Tend... I do yes. think about the children. I think about how much children in all the primary schools in my constituency of um, they are all devastated that I'm being prevented from being a lord. I've, they all really look up to me. And, like, are you happy with their tears? Ben, do you want to drink the tears of the children of my constituency? Is that what you wanted? Because that's what you're doing. Nadine, they wouldn't be your constituents anymore. Well, they are, because I've unresigned. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. So, so hang on. Nadine, what? they're upset that you're staying as their MP. They're crying because of that. Yeah. You're doing this deliberately just just to be a lord. That's that's this is the way lords behave, and this is the way I wouldn't have behaved if I was a lord, because I'd have brought a little bit of working class charm and humility to it. I'm so, I'm very I'm i I'm, I'm sorry, Nadine. Like it's it's clearly hit you hard that you're not gonna be a lord. Yes, well, I might not be an MP. Forever, I might just have come back to it for the summer and then maybe I'll be a lord. And then I will walk in and go, Oh dear, look at Ben Houchin's cloak. Let's see if his initials and the word lord are stitched into it. Oh, no, they're not. And then everyone will laugh at you. And and I, I've actually, can I just tell you, I've actually um, uh, started a new novel um, because you can be an MP and an authoress, right. actually. Um, and... Could I read you the first chapter from it? Nadine, we'd be honest. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's really got me. Take a couple of minutes. His front bench woman too. Chapter one, sliding in the back way. Westminster Sunner and hero to the working classes, Naomi Forrest, woke up in her constituency of... Uh, she woke up. Wow, it's my last day here for I resigned as an MP, whatever that is. She stretched like a picture of a cat stretching and arose from her bed, which was a luxurious super king with an antique solid gold frame and one of those TVs come up from the end of it so she could watch her favourite shows after a heavy day doing whatever it is members of Parliament are supposed to do. P.S. I'm reading this off my phone because it's just a draft, which means final version, but not on paper. Just then, her phone buzzed. It was a text. The phone was on silent, but she had left vibrate on. It was from the People's Prime Minister himself. Hi, Naomi. Oh, no, 90 days I have been suspended from Parliament, all because I looked at a cake one time with a Union Jack on it. And you know how much the woke select committee hates flags and also freedom. Naomi felt an instant rage. She screamed like a will able. No, no, she knowed out loud. Just because she was a sexually charged woman who had risen from poverty to not caring about poverty at all, no matter who it was happening to, she had been denied a Lord Cloak. Just because the People's Prime Minister had come from nothing and risen to the top of Britain's politicals with nothing more than several au pairs, a scholarship to Eton and a mastery of the Greek language. They hated it. Naomi only knew a handful of Greek words like feta, Athens and bonjour. But the People's Prime Minister knew up to 60 Greek words, and the British public loved him for it. Torn from his office, all for looking at a cake, the committee couldn't stand it. Naomi knew what to do. 
She puffed out her chest like one of those weird birds on a Life on Earth documentary from the state traitor channel BBC and sent the People's Prime Minister just one word. I am unresigning. She knew her constituents would be overjoyed, actually, at the news that her resignation had only been temper... temp... that it was only for a short time. She was sacrificing herself erotically for the greatest man who ever lived. She would remain in office for 90 more days. And then it was time for the People's Prime Minister to take her beloved seat off. He would rise once more, and I will be a lord, she entitled. Or my name's not Nadine Do Naomi Forrest. Oh yes, I will be a lord. You mark my worms. Well... Um, impressive stuff. Well done. That's, that's really wonderful. No, that's that was work. Um, special. Nadine, can I ask what your inspiration was? So I've got very active imagination, Harriet. You could learn a thing or two. That was all fictional. That any resemblances to uh, people living or dead is purely coincidental. Well, that's nice, Nadine. I like to deal with facts. You see, rather than uh, than fiction. But thank Good. you for your wonderful input. You're welcome. Chaps, it's been wonderful having you both on. And Thanks for having us. It's been lovely. Very informative. Hi. So wonderful that we got to hear some of your little attempts there at the end, Nadine. Thank you very much. I will buy that cloak, actually. I want to. Now, before we move on to the second item, don't forget that you can email us questions at nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. We are also accepting contributions to our Donald Trump slash golf world erotic thriller, Any Holes a Goal. Have we had many contributions yet, Martin? Oh, uh, well, yes, we've had a lot of emails. Any we can legally broadcast? In Britain? Yes. No. Oh. Well, this week, Ishan Akbar joined us for a hot and spicy takeaway of the week about Beyonce-nomics. I just came out with that, Martin. It's it's very good. Thank you. Let's take a listen. Now, Ishan, it's good to have you here because we didn't last week, did we? No, we didn't. And I would like to offer my unreserved apologies... Hang on, I'm going to stop you there, Ishan, because it's important we play the Apology Watch jingle. I'm so not sorry that it's made me feel sorry for the not-not apology I'm sorry about. So I'm sorry not sorry that the not-not nature of the sorry isn't sorry enough, or not. Carry on. Right, well, uh, I would like to start this week by apologising for my absence last week. Um, mm -hmm. There was a yeah. scheduling issue. Right. Broadly, in part to my preparing for my holiday, which I'm currently on in, in sunny Tenerife. <laughs> it's very sunny and nice here. So thank you for the money. Oh, yes. So yes, I apologise for that last week, but I am back, fighting fit, raring to go, and looking forward to uh, talking about the, the main hot and spicy takeaway I have this week. Well, I mean, that's very good. And you know, we're all about forgiveness and, and moving on on this show. I, for one, I'm just glad to have you back. Although... I would say Apology Watch seems to be a bit more of an in-depth investigation when it's someone else that's apologising. It does seem like perhaps we're uh, 
just just skirting over this one. Well, I mean, look, I think some things are, are worth investigating in greater detail. And if we were to have, say, some sort of, I don't know, committee, perhaps they could write a report. And oh, yes. Let me know if I've um, fallen foul of any standards expected of this show. Well, Ishan, that's very clever because, as we know, we don't actually have to give a toss what committees actually say about anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, let's move on to your hot and spicy takeaway of the week. I mean, there's a lot going on this week, so I'm interested to see what you've got. Well, my hot and spicy takeaway of the week this week mm-hmm. involves my two great loves, as you know, economics and yes. pop. Right, oh, yes. My goodness, how how have you managed to amalgamate these two uh, seemingly quite disparate interests? Well, I can't wait to hear. You might know the singer an artist, an icon, Beyonce. Might be familiar with her work. Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. No, no need for that. That's one of my favourite ones. Yes, popular with some portion of the population. So much so that she is currently on a world tour and she kicked off her tour in the country that many people tell us to aspire to, Sweden. People often look to Sweden and say, well, this is a country that we should aspire to, look at their economic standards, their standard of living, all of that stuff. Well, how about these apples? Beyonce, starting a tour in Sweden, led to a major inflation crisis. 9.7%. Sweden reported higher than expected inflation in May. There were rising prices for hotels and restaurants. And because the world was in town to see Beyonce, it just pushed inflation up. So my whole spicy takeaway of the week this week is all the interest rate rises and inflationary issues we've got in the UK is simply because of pop stars and nothing else. I thought you were going to say because of Beyonce, because I've never trusted her, you know. I never have. Well... She's one element. She's one element. So Beyonce came to the UK, did part of her tour here uh, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So Mm -hmm. they managed to fill that stadium up with uh, some sort of silver shimmery things because they can't get their hands on a trophy can they <laughs> oh you shan that's uh, sports uh, sports comedy yes. right there it was sports so nice oh too. i didn't get it i uh, actually had tickets to um to to go go along once in a lifetime opportunity isn't it to see uh oh did you go B. uh well i i had tickets i um uh, in in the end, uh, you know, I was going to take the kids, but uh, Jane, Jane, uh, you know, last minute figured out that she could come. Uh, if she had told me that she could come at the start, we'd have all gone along together, of course. But um, but she didn't know in that scheduling, as as, as you all know so well. Uh, she she took them, she took them, but but they had a wonderful time, <laughs> once once in a lifetime. See scheduling. Oh, well, Martin, Martin, you don't want to. You don't want to see that anyway. You don't want to see Beyonce. You want. You want to see. You want to see someone proper. Well, I know? mean, she's like who? She's known as Queen. Like B. Van Morrison. Van Morrison. Yeah. No, he is mm. very good. I think he's quite angry uh, a lot of the time. Um, Not in his music, Martin. Not in his music. That's true. His well, music that, just speaks think, to the romance of the soul. That's true. Where well, that's, Beyonce... With Van Morrison, well, I don't Van Morrison, think so. He may not affect inflation the way Beyonce has done because if we look back at some of the pop icons over the last couple of years, Louis Capaldi. Now, look, 
Lewis Capaldi has had a moment over the last two or three years. He, of course, had to cancel his tour because he had a sad... Mm-hmm. He had a sad yes. boobie there we time. Go. Right. Yes. Oh, right. I'm, oh, let's talk about mental health. Might be. Yes. Yes. Oh, got to be, got to be sympathetic to mental health again. Yes. What Diminish about physical this. health? Yes. I hurt my finger this morning. I burnt it when I was making some coffee. Now that is the kind of health that I see. Right. And also, Not what's going on in my husband's brain. Pop stars of yesteryear. This look. If you had a mental health issue. Just bite the head head off a of of a bird. I think mm. it was a bat, and it was an accident. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne has uh, repeatedly uh, apologised. Bat, bird, same thing. Just just bite the heads off animals, or or go on, yes. you know, ten day binges of drugs and alcohol, like proper. Yes, a good healthy way of of working through your feelings. Yes. So Lewis mm. Capaldi's had to cancel his tour because he's had a sad. That's had huge inflationary pressures because people bought tickets, they booked up hotels. And, of course, the big major event in pop that occurred in the UK is Eurovision. Great Britain lent out a mm-hmm. helping hand to our allies in Ukraine and said, hey, Ukraine, we know you've got a little little what's it, little something going on where you are. We'll host it on your behalf. And Airbnb and hotel prices went through the roof and restaurant prices went through the roof and there were more cars on the road and people were buying up more train tickets to get to Liverpool. All of that pushes interest rates up. Then it all pushes inflation up. That's how economics works. I'm the economics expert. If people, more well, people buy stuff, it makes things more expensive for everyone else. Right. Um, interestingly, though, th- this could also be uh, ascribed to being a, a problem of capitalism. Couldn't it? Rather than just oh, Martin, um, oh, for goodness. no, you Martin, come on, none of that. Necessarily, you should the change artists, your name to Martinism. Uh, oh, that I is don't, very good. That I don't is think, very good. Well, I, Martin, I, you can't argue against I'm, that kind I'm not, of point. I'm not going to do that. And also because it's that was very funny. I'm not I mean, going to change Martin, my name. That, you have to admit that was very funny. Let, let's do a Martinism. Okay, here we go. An example of Martinism. Oh. The environment is bad. That's a Martinism. Oh, you sound I'm, just like him. You sound just I like mean, him. I think the environment. I thought it was him. I'm quite pro the environment, though, so it wouldn't be quite. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> you sound say that. just like you sound just like Ishan's impression of you there, yes, Martin. Yes. Okay. Let's do another one. Let's do another one. Yeah. So you might say, "Oh, it's a lovely day today. It's Tuesday," and a Martinism would be, "Yes, but what about capitalism?" Oh. <laughs> what well, I mean, it's. But that's exactly what you said, Martin. That's exactly what you said. I think I the was just talking about probably how key. expensive restaurants are, but you said, oh, that might be a capitalism problem. Restaurants got nothing to do with capitalism. Oh, right. brilliant. It's not oh, just that the dear. market rate has gone up and therefore the system that we're living in is um, causing people to, you know, pay more money. I think we should write a book of Martinisms. <sighs> if people want to, I think they should submit their Martinisms. Yes, do write in to submit your martisms. Well, no, I don't uh, think we should encourage people to Martin, submit give them martinism. the email address. It's nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com, but I don't That's think... That's right, yes. Look, just write in normal questions for our time for questions episode, and that's... That's probably enough. So basically, here's the thing. If we've got inflation and interest rate issues in the UK, and by the way, listen, if you're mm-hmm. suffering because of inflation or interest rate rises, just earn more money. It, uh, it's very simple. Yeah. I mean, it, right. yeah. 
it doesn't affect people who can afford to buy stuff. We've been championing this way of thinking for years yeah. and yes. we're just waiting for it to take on. Yes. Earn more money. Yeah, so if you can't earn more money, well, well that's a problem. Um, Jog on. I understand we have to maybe have to help some of you because you lack ambition. So mm. what I'm proposing is for the next six years, we have no musical events. None. Right. Zero. No music. Don't even play Spotify. Because it, Not yeah. even Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow, Barry White, Barry Humphreys, doesn't matter who it is. No Barrys. Uh, right. right. So well, That's what I think we should do. But, but me, music is the food of love, Ishan. That's all I'd say to that. So let's, let's take that. Well, you can't have account. food and music, you know? Right. You have one or the other. If, if you want to function economy, okay. have one or the I other. I mean, some people are having to choose between... Food and music, I suppose, oh, quite literally. Would you go. rather have Large food that... in your ear or music stuffed down your throat? Which would you rather? I'd prefer to have it the other way round and not stuffed down the throat. I mean, just. I mean, would come you rather on, have Marisha, a speaker in your that's... mouth for music, or some? Why? Why would this be happening? Why have they done the the, the old reversi on it and put it in it's, the wrong it's, it's holes? It's just a fun game. Martin, I don't think it's fun. fun to put anything in the wrong holes. You don't think it's fun to put anything in the wrong holes? Well, I think we can wrap it up there. Uh, thank you very much, Ishan, for a great hot and spicy takeaway of the week. And Martin, you were here too. There's no such thing as a wrong hole. Well, that's it for this week. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, tweet at us and keep those questions coming to podcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Ishan Akbar, Luke Kempner, Suze Kempner, Tom Neenan and Ed Morish. I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon and we'll be back next week with more Nonsense.